Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. And with us right now, we've got Ellen McElhenney. And Ellen, you are the founder and CEO of CFO Plus Services, found on the web at CFOPlusServices.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Ellen. Oh, you're right. It's great to be here with you, Josh. Well, I'm excited. I Listen, I, I don't know... If, if everybody gets excited to talk about money, but I do, uh, <laughs> been in good. business for a long time. And mm-hmm. I have to say that, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a newbie in business, if you've been in business for any length of time, you learn to really love the money experts in your life because <laughs> they, they keep you from making bad mistakes. They keep you profitable. Um, they help guide and advise you, um, particularly when you get, you know, to work with someone that's, you know, again, at that, you know, VCFO, CFO level, um, we'll mm-hmm. talk all about that. But Ellen, and uh, you're based in the, in the Richmond area in Virginia, very mm-hmm. beautiful part of the mm-hmm. country. Um, mm-hmm. Give us a high level overview of CFO Plus Services. So, yeah, um, I started the company, well, I started on my own as a fractional CFO about five years ago uh, with a large CFO services firm. And last February, right before the pandemic, I decided to go out on my own and start my own business, CFO Plus Services. And um, the reason I did that is that uh, I, I the, the company that I worked for before I went on my own was a a mid-sized privately held business that did a lot of growth through acquisition. And so we would we would buy small businesses. And I kind of became a little bit of an expert on due diligence and how to get a company ready to sell. Because I, I one of the things I noticed is a lot of small business owners don't know how to get their company ready to sell, how to maximize the value so they sell. So that was my whole goal is to to help small business owners do those kind of things that they need to do prior to selling their business if they want to get what they need from the business. So uh, so that became my my mission in life for the last part of my career. And so that's we do a, a lot of that. We do um, just fractional CFO, uh, cash flow, budgeting, forecasting. And then we also do, I have a division of my company that is in, that does uh, QuickBooks mm-hmm. back office services as well, bookkeeping. So yeah. uh, we, we kind of offer the gamut on, uh, because I, I found that some of my, my clients really needed that, that bookkeeping as well. And so we decided, I decided to bring somebody on to do that as well. Yeah. I should point out that you are also the host of the Smart and Savvy Business Exit Radio <laughs> Show. Yes. Uh, and uh, tell, tell me about that. So about a year ago, um, I this opportunity just kind of fell in my lap. Um, the gentleman who started at the internet um, radio station and it's uh, the International Business Growth Radio Network. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, international network that, uh, that is strictly for the small business owner. And so we offer, we offer accounting, we offer HR, we offer uh, CEO uh, 
help for CEOs and uh, HR. And so this every every one of the hosts has a has a uh, hour long show every week, which I do on Tuesdays. And my topic is helping you get your your business ready for exit. And so I pick a topic mm-hmm. every week and do a deep dive on it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's more talking than I've ever done. Um, but it's I, I've had so much fun with it. I had no idea I'd be doing it a year later. But uh, it's just it's really um, quite a rush to be able to take the knowledge that I get. I've, I've got a lot of content. You can imagine after a mm. year of doing an, an yeah. hourly, a, a weekly show, I've got just a ton of content that I'd like to share with people. As of when we're recording this, 135 episodes all around smart and savvy business exits. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going through some of the show titles. I'm really interested to learn more. So I hope you don't mind uh, giving me the, um, the the kind of the down and dirty versions of I'm looking at. So for example, like I'm just going to pull one out. Let's go okay. right here uh, sure. and ESOP as a transition strategy. Mm-hmm. Tell me about when this might be a really good strategy uh, for an exit. Well, so uh, back when I started my career, ESOPs were a big thing. I mean, uh. you know, selling your company to your employees. And it kind of sort of fell out of favor. I don't know. It wasn't as popular during the the late 90s and 2000s, but it had, it's, it's reemerging as a strategy for uh, uh, people who, and what it's for people who really want to take care of their employees. They, mm. because a lot of, a lot of, business owners, they'll go down the road of trying to sell their business and they get to to the end. And because of a cultural problem or because the, you know, the, the new owners aren't the people that they want, you know, they're, they're for their employees, I guess. And the way that you can really secure your employees futures is through an ESOP. And it, and, and so it's usually somebody who, doesn't mind paying, you know, doesn't mind taking a little bit less for their company, doesn't mind uh, being paid over a period of time, but really has, um, really cares about the future of the company and the future of the employees. And so there are so many people who are looking at that now uh, just because the, they haven't been able to find the right set buyer for their company. Yeah. Um, and, and boy, I'm just going through, um, I don't know if you could kind of rattle this off the top of your head, but, uh, there's so many different exit strategies I never even considered. Can, can, <laughs> would you mind going through some of the, maybe start off with just some of the more common ones and then maybe some unique ones that, that you've experienced, uh, in your work? Well, some of the topics that, uh, exit strategies that I've talked about in my show, are obviously the sale of your business. That's that's the the number one. But you there there's set, uh, the sell to a strategic buyer. That's somebody in your industry who wants to uh, you know, open up their footprint. And then there's the the invest the people who buy for investment who maybe want to grow the company more and then sell it down the road. Then there's the uh, transition family transition, and that's if you have. Uh, I have a client right now who is uh, who has two sons working in his business, and he's getting close to wanting to retire. And so we're talking about how he can how he can transfer this 
company to his family members, which sometimes can be a lot different than your typical sale because uh, maybe the family members can't afford to purchase the company outright. So there's there's usually a note take back or um, you know payment over time, which is a little bit more risky for the the owner of the business. But it is um, you know it's something that uh, that he can do for his family and. So there, you know, there are also um, uh, management buyouts. If you have a great management team who is interested in buying the company, mm. that can be a, a little bit structured a little bit differently than, say, just a, an outright right sale. Because and a lot of people do that if they are really, you know, concerned about the future, how how the company's running in the future. Because if you've got a, a strong management team in place who want to um, who really want to uh, grow the company? You know that your your business is in in good good hands. So mm. uh, we did a whole uh, show on that as well. Yeah. Um, so with um, you know with uh, you know I'm on your website right now. So your website is cfoplusservices.com. What are the typical clients that that you work with, and and how do your services work? So I clicked on your services tab, for example, mm-hmm. and I see where you've got. Um, well, I mean, it looks, it just is consultation, QuickBooks bookkeeping consultation, mm-hmm. um, one hour, three hour, but um, like, who's a great client for you and how do you work with them? So uh, it's funny because my, my target audience or my target client has kind of shifted mm-hmm. and I really have two. When I first started out, I was, I was targeting more, um, you know, between 5 million and 20 million in revenue. Those, those companies that are you know they're they're over that you know that one million dollar mark, but they um, they they can't yet afford a CFO, and so I was strictly a, a fractional CFO, and uh, you know I do anything CFO. I would I'd be doing you know visionary planning, budgeting, forecasting, and over the last year since I started my my new business, um, I'm also really targeting smaller, like what we call micro businesses that are in the, you know, seven, 750,000 to, you know, a million or 2 million, the, the ones who the, the pandemic particularly hurt. And so I found that there were so many people out there who were having cash flow problems. And so that mm. kind of became my specialty over the last year was it was helping them yeah. get through the cash flow planning. And that just became a, a, a whole nother niche for me. And so I've been working, I do volunteer work with the uh, Virginia SBA and I, I help them with a class that they do that they um, that's targeted towards these types of businesses. And so I've met a lot of small business owners in the last three years since I've been doing that. And, uh, and that I, I've just found a real, I, I love working with small mm. business owners. It's just, it's, it's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, this, I, I want to ask you this. If you're, let's say you're working with someone and they've got cash flow issues and mm-hmm. they feel bad. Like what right. <laughs> do you, do you ever do therapy with people? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part of my job. Honestly, uh, uh, they, yes. Uh, because it, it's it's it was it was really hard. I mean, over the last year, I, I did a lot of PPP applications, mm. idle loan applications, and 
Yeah. I, I mean, somebody who's been, especially has been in business for a while and they were just going along and um, not, not accumulating a lot of cash or, you know, they were, they were getting by and then suddenly something happens, you know, like mm-hmm. a pandemic and it's just, it, it it's like the bottom drop drops out of them. And so you have to, first of all, you know, talk them off the ledge. And then we, we do talk about strategies. We talk about, you know, you're not the only one going through this. Let's, let's try to figure this out and get through it. And then, you know, then we'll get back to building, you know, value in your company, but, you know, let's, let's get through this, you know, minor crisis. And, and so I, I would come out, come up with different strategies. I do a, a webinar for small business owners that is strictly on cash flow strategies so that they can, there are different things they can do to, you know, conserve cash. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think what I'd, what I'd love your, your take on as well is, uh, it, don't feel bad. Like this is, listen, <laughs> you're not a lot. I, I want to let other people know. And particularly if there's anyone listening to us and should you be struggling with cash today, or should you at some point in your business, uh, have a cash flow issue? <laughs> that's business. Well, uh. <laughs> that, that's almost universal. Yeah. There, I mean, there are some businesses I go into and they've got great cash reserves yeah. and I'm like, oh, wow, you're, you're yeah. like, nice. you're the exception to the rule. Yeah. No, you know, especially the past year, mm-hmm. almost everybody has had those problems and you, you shouldn't feel bad because I mean, it is tough to, to run a business, to pay all the bills and then, then to, and, and, you know, collection issues became huge during the past year because everyone was, you know, holding on to cash because they were so scared. And it, 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 so there was, it was like a domino effect. You know, if, if I wasn't getting paid, I couldn't pay. And so it, everything just kind of stopped. And so what we had to do is work through ways to, you know, to get bills paid because, you know, other people are hurting, but also figure out ways to, um, to get money coming in. Um, and you, you know, the, the PPP loans, I think saved so many businesses. Yes. Agreed. Um, I, I, it's just, it's unbelievable how that just that little shot in the arm really, I, you know, I look at some businesses, it, it helped them sort of take off give them and it's like it's a it's a confidence thing it really is like you mm-hmm. said you know don't feel bad everybody's going through it but you know once you get that confidence and once you get a little bit of money and and things start going um you know a lot of these people they figured out how to how to run their businesses more lean and i don't think they're going to go back to the way they were running their businesses before so anytime you go through a, a market adjustment like this yeah. or a pandemic uh, companies learn more better ways to run their business so you know if anything good could come out of this past year it's probably been that mm-hmm. yeah um so i i would imagine that um, when someone's working with you um, now, are you, do you provide fractional CFO services then? Is that, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and what, I have, I have like, several that, clients I'm doing that. Oh, is that, is that really expensive or like for someone who's never, maybe they're at that level that are like, Hmm, I wonder, 
Um, cause like we have a fractional CFO that we use. I mean, it's very, very like I have one 30 minute meeting a month. So it's very, very, very fractional, a fraction yeah. of a fraction of a fraction. You know, it's mainly <laughs> just to check in. He kind of looks at everything, asks some questions that we kind of just talk. And then he's on, you know, it's, I, listen, I got to tell you, like, if nothing else, just to have someone, cause you know, I don't, these are conversations I don't know that I necessarily want to have with people on my team. You right, know, right. and maybe in some cases, you know, even a family member, I'm not sure I want to have this conversation, but having that, you know, that person that has seen it all, has done it all, like it's so valuable to, to be able to have that check-in call, you know, if nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. But but can you explain a little bit more about what it's like to bring in a, a VCFO, a fractional CFO? And so what you describe is a lot of what I do with, with actually most of my clients. It's a, mm-hmm you know, either quarterly or monthly check-in, take a, a look at the financials, maybe do a deep dive on the financials. And just, it, it's more of a validation. And, and you kind of nailed it in that um, it's the conversation that a, an owner doesn't want to have or shouldn't have with other people in the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there might may be some people that they can, that they're close enough to, but a lot of times, you know, a, a small a business owner, you know, I'm the only person that they talk to about these kinds of things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we can, we can talk about, you know, whatever they need to talk about really, uh, you know, we do strategy sessions. It's just, you know, I, I go with the financials. I've, I've reviewed them for the meeting and mm-hmm. then we just start talking. And if it goes to expenses, if it goes to revenue, you know, I'm, I'm ready to talk about any of it. So yeah, most of my clients are like that. And then I have a few other clients that are, it's a little bit more involved that I'm actually a part-time CFO for the, the companies. You know, yeah. I, I work with the, the accounting staff They're These are larger companies that sure. they don't need a full-time CFO or, or yeah, they don't need a full-time CFO. So, you know, I'm maybe working, you know, 20 to 30 hours a month for, uh, a couple of these clients. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Now you're also the author of the book, The Big Turnaround. We only have like two minutes left. Tell me about The Big Turnaround. And then also when somebody goes to cfoplusservices.com, uh, what should they click on? What should they do? Okay. So the the bigturnaround.com came out about three years ago. It's uh, a business novel. I am a, a big Patrick Lencioni fan. And I got the idea to, to write a novel but it's more of a tips book because it it, it deals with hmm. different tips that I you know I have for small business owners on in terms of how to you know how to run their business and so I had a lot of fun writing it and you can learn all about it at thebigturnaround.com it has its own website but you can also find out about it on my website CFO Plus Services hmm. uh, you can also access my podcast which uh, my radio station has turned into a podcast every yeah. week. And so um, there's a there's a tab on my website where you can you can look and and see whatever um, w- whatever you might want to listen to in terms of the the podcast. All right, Ellen, and I do give it I do give yes. a free um, uh, yeah. analysis of financial statements. That's what the consultation is. I like that, and it's it's an hour long. That's fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I would imagine. I mean, even if 
you know, someone doesn't know if they're ready to start right now. I mean, that's exceptionally valuable. So um, my goodness, why not have an expert, you know, bounce some <laughs> ideas off of an expert, build a relationship. Sure. Because uh, yeah. Ellen, you seem like someone I'd want to have in my corner. I, I really <laughs> appreciate great. the conversation. Again, your website, cfoplusservices.com. Ellen McElhenney, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.